Welcome to High Time Start Crimes. I'm Chris. And I'm Nat. And today we're learning a little bit about arsenic, a little bit about some scandalous ladies, and how to get away with killing your husband. Again. And again and again. <laughs> this is going to be a recurring theme along with cannibalism. <laughs> well, we can't leave the ladies out. No, the ladies are so fascinating. They're so fascinating. Men are just, a lot of the big men are just like, oh, sex, murder, oh, I got caught. And the women are like, I'm sick of getting beat. Yeah. Go die. I want money. Come to my farm. <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Oh, and make sure you don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, this is what natural selection is, isn't it? The good old days. <laughs> Do you want to go over some trigger warnings? Yeah, yeah I guess I should. <laughs> so, trigger warnings for this episode. We got murder. A lot of murder. Just so much murder. And poisoning. And abortion. Abortion. No cannibalism today. Not yet. No. We'll save that for next week or something. Yeah! Bring back the cannibals! (laughs) (laughs) It's so terrible, but it just Uh, seems so much less sad. Comparatively. In case you guys didn't tune in on our beautiful, what, four episodes of sadness and heartbreak. About how rich people like to abuse poor people. Yep. Too real. Too real. I hate it. Too present day, I should say. This is all real, too. (laughs) So, it's 1911, and a new woman came strolling in to Nagarev. Uh, Hungary is where we are. Oh, I am. I haven't had breakfast. Um, So, yes, we're in Hungary, um, and the woman's name that we're going to talk about... She has many names, but for today's purposes, we are calling her Julia Fazekas. And this bitch is one bad motherfucker. Hell yes. I mean, if you're a dude, you're probably not going to like her. Yeah. But. It seems to be the consensus. Yeah. <laughs> so, not no, not much is known about Julia's past or upbringing. She never ended up bringing her husband with her. He apparently disappeared without a trace. Mm. She was also reported to have been even married twice. But, we don't know. Mm. Anything's possible. I'm going to say the name of this town so many different ways because I've heard it said so many different ways. (laughs) So if I sound ridiculous, that's why. Um, Now, Nagirev wasn't a small town, but in the midst of the Industrial Revolution, um, it had been a town that had been left in the past. So there were no doctors, dentists, or even pharmacies. I feel like that's such a requirement. I mean, at least a doctor. Right? If not, like, a dentist is a bonus. (laughs) I mean, dentists in Europe apparently would have been a huge bonus. Because they don't have... I mean, like, Americans, I think, are more obsessed. With teethers? Yeah. Oh. I don't think they were as needed, as popular. I'm not sure. Maybe Maybe they just had better dental hygiene. Less thumb suckers. Yes. But anyway... (laughs) uh, From people that I've spoke to who have spent time in Europe, they always say that the Europeans can tell who the Americans are by their teeth. Because they're good, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> Unless they're from central Wisconsin. <laughs> but then they don't have money to go to Europe anyway. Oh. 
Now, at the time of the story, Julia um, was a middle-aged midwife, um, so that meant younger than me at this point, obviously. <laughs> obviously? <laughs> well, I'm 36. Like, I mean, middle age is probably around 30. This is rough stuff, man. I'm sorry. I'm getting there. Time works in a pretty linear way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm young. <laughs> and... Poppin'. I'm so poppin'. <laughs> uh, so Julia had more medical experience than anyone else in town, which is, that's rough. <laughs> I mean, there's no standard yet, so. No, and she might have been, like, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I mean, some things that she did were pretty smart, but ultimately not having a doctor is, is pretty scary. Yeah. I have a lot of issues. I have a lot of issues, too. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure I would have been dead at this time considering all my issues so oh yeah definitely i'd be dead yeah. so dead so dead oh my gosh rip in pieces me <laughs> <laughs> you may have been ripped in pieces i mean i am a feminist so i for sure would be dead <laughs> she began to become a trusted midwife and even nurse helping people with many ailments and issues she was the closest thing that the town had to a doctor and because she was a midwife many women came to her when they were pregnant for guidance or even for abortion now many women only wanted a single male child during this time because males were so hard to feed and mm. you know screw women yeah because men are they carry the lineage they carry the stuff. lineage but also why would you want to have a child where you know like they have to deal with what you've dealt with your whole oh life? my gosh yeah That'd yeah awful. that's true mm-hmm um, abortions were illegal at the time in Hungary, not being legalized until 1953. She was in prison 10 times for doing the procedure and was released 10 times because the judges hearing the cases supported abortion. Nice! So, what, a fa what a turn of fate right yeah, there. Right? Beautiful. You well, can plus they're tell. like, we can't take away the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is doing abortions, but it's the only doctor we have in 100 miles. <laughs> right? Um, but score one for the judges here um and for hungary as well um that they currently have a law that legalizes legalizes abortion for the first 12 weeks and that can be approved by a doctor after that oh because the united states can't even catch the fuck up on that no so pretty soon turmoil erupted in europe and all over the world as world war one uh the war to end all wars is that what it was called <laughs> <laughs> little did they know <laughs> uh, it had started and men and husbands all over were sent to fight uh, for austria hungary and while some of the women of the town were clearly saddened by these events the general consensus was a sigh of relief <laughs> that's so sad so sad Arranged marriages were still happening in Hungary at this time, and many of the women were under the strict rule of their husbands, often being physically and sexually abused. Ugh. So, party girl. Oh my gosh, all the men are away, the girls get to play. <laughs> yup. But like, this wasn't super great at the time. This brought about not only a time of peace for the women, but also a time of struggle, mm. where women in charge... They were in charge of everything. So plowing fields, construction, you name it. Um, it wasn't until after Nagyurev became place for prisoners of war that they received any help. Oh. Yeah. 
So now they were getting all these young men in. Mm. Um, and Prisoners of war. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the town was flooded with young soldiers who were forced to help with the chores of the farm during the day and who got to warm up the bed on their new lovers or with their new lovers at night. So I don't want to joke around too much because obviously there were some rapes and shitty soldiers, mm. um, but they weren't the ones getting poisoned. So <laughs> women in the town finally had their freedom. They could have multiple lovers. They could run a business. They could fucking sleep in if they wanted to. Oh, nice. But like all good things, this soon came to an end when the war was over and most of the husbands began to trickle on home. Mm. The men came home to a newly liberated Nagariv and the prisoners of war were sent back to their own families. Let's just say that the husbands were less than thrilled with how the women were acting. They went back to drinking. They had a multitude of issues from PTSD, um, and some of them were just rotten to the core. They began to beat their wives again, and Julia took notice. Badass Julia. Yep. Swooping in with her knowledge on arsenic. On (laughs) arsenic. So that is the poison of the day. Mm, Yummy! We we can't classify it as a drug. No. (laughs) You can't get high. So, like, it wouldn't be, like, a scheduled drug. You would just essentially go to, like, Flint, Michigan and drink the water and die. <laughs> I don't know if that was from arsenic or not, though. <laughs> you just come to America and die by drinking water. Well, it's not that unreasonable, considering all the fracking going on around here. So much fracking. Frick fracking. Yup. Apple sack. Dios Cordis, a Greek physician in the court of the Roman Emperor Nero, described arsenic as a poison in the first century. Its ideal properties for sinister uses included its lack of color, odor, or taste when mixed in food or drink, and its ubiquitous distribution in nature, which made it readily available to all classes of society. Symptoms of arsenic poisoning were difficult to detect since they could mimic food poisoning and other common disorders. As documented in the mid-1800s, mountaineers of central Austria made a habit of consuming arsenic preparations once or twice a week as a general stimulant and tonic. Sounds great. This, yeah, this sounds gross. <laughs> they became known as, quote, arsenic eaters, and some were uh, reputed to have adopted the practice as a means of building up a tolerance against poisoning by their enemies, which makes sense. I've heard of that. Yeah. I don't know if it works, and I think it's probably bad for you, but... I mean, these men knew what was up before what was up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> The acquisition of a modest degree of tolerance has, in fact, been documented in laboratory animals, but its physiological basis is not clear. From Healthline.com, quote, arsenic poisoning and arsenicosis occurs after the ingestion or inhalation of high levels of arsenic. Arsenic is a type of carcinogen that's gray, silver, or white in color. Arsenic is extremely poisonous to humans. While arsenic is naturally occurring, it also comes in inorganic or man-made forms. These are used in agriculture, mining, and manufacturing. It was also used in fly strips in Nagariv. Uh, the women would boil the strips and skim the arsenic off the top. Arsenic poisoning tends to occur most often in areas of industrialization, whether you work or live there. The top five U.S. states that have arsenic include California, Nevada, Arizona, Illinois, and Maine. Worldwide, we're looking at China, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, and Vietnam, uh, which have the highest levels of arsenic. And you know, 
if you listen to our last episode too, those those names came up a lot. So they've got a lot going on over there. They sure do. I don't know. <laughs> they can die of arsenic. They can die of losing a kidney and their bones. And their bones ripped <laughs> from their graves. <laughs> so symptoms of arsenic poisoning may include red or swollen skin. Skin changes such as new warts or lesions, Mm. abdominal pain, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea, abnormal heart rhythms, muscle cramps, tingling of the fingers and toes. Sir, I swear, I I got those warts from arsenic, (laughs) not from my new lover. (laughs) Why is How is your warts? (laughs) I don't know what this is. You said it. Oh my gosh. That's what it made me think of. (laughs) So long-term exposure to arsenic can cause some pretty nasty symptoms. You should seek emergency care if you experience any of the falling after a suspected arsenic exposure. Darkening skin. Constant sore throat. Persistent digestive issues. Also... How mad is that doctor going to be? Or you're like, I need to be seen immediately for long-term arsenic (laughs) exposure. And he's like, uh, (laughs) bitch, you can wait for two more seconds. You're stable. (laughs) Um, I swear that subway poisoned me, okay? I've been having the shits for the last two days, and it's nonstop now. So I'm pretty sure it's fear. Or it could have been the neighbor when they had a barbecue. I know they don't like me. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they poisoned me. <laughs> I need to be seen immediately. <laughs> oh, the medical field is so beautiful. <laughs> Contaminated groundwater is the most common cause of arsenic poisoning. Fun fact arsenic is already present in the earth and can seep into groundwater. Also, groundwater can contain runoffs from industrial plants. Drinking arsenic-laden water over a long period of time can lead to poisoning. Hmm. Other possible causes of arsenic poisoning can include breathing air that contains arsenic, smoking tobacco products, yay, breathing contaminated air from plants or mines that use arsenic, living near industrialized areas, being exposed to landfill or waste sites, breathing in smoke or dust from wood or waste that was previously treated with arsenic, and eating arsenic-contaminated food. Duh. Which isn't common in the United States, but some seafood and poultry can contain arsenic, along with some grains, especially rice, bread, cereal, products, mushrooms, and dairy. Sad. Yeah. Don't eat that rice, I guess. I love rice. I'm not going to stop eating rice. Like, rice and seafood are my favorite things ever, along with bread. I probably have so much arsenic poisoning. But, getting some darkening skin, I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, that's a (laughs) And I already have persistent digestive issues. And (laughs) the fire from Canada already has given me a constant sore throat. So, I'm just saying. Also, I mean, we're in COVID times still, so... Womp womp. Womp womp. Last forever. Is it COVID or arsenic? <laughs> it could be whatever you want it to be. Does arsenic make me, would make me lose my taste or my smell? Sense no, of smell? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anything's possible. I have to sneeze. Don't do it. I'm fighting it off. Hold it in. It's gone. Your brain's <laughs> going to explode. <laughs> 
also diagnosing arsenic poisoning. Arsenic poisoning must be diagnosed by a doctor. This will not only help you get the proper treatment, but your doctor can also help you figure out the underlying cause so you can limit future exposure. <laughs> I like how it says limit instead of remove. <laughs> Hi, very poor person in Bangladesh. You're going to have to move. <laughs> I know you currently live under a bridge, but... Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's arsenic in that water, ma'am. I know it's your only source of drinking water, but, like, there's always piss. I mean, your body has already taken all the arsenic out, so now that piss is fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a medical advice show. <laughs> We're still better than Dr. Google, though, so settle down. Oh, yeah, yeah, Y'all got cancer. <laughs> Solved. <laughs> they can test your blood, fingernails, hair, and urine for arsenic as well. It's most commonly found in the fingernails and hair anyway. Urine tests are the most commonly used diagnostics in cases of acute exposure to arsenic, especially within a couple of days. This is all assumed, I'm assuming, unless they know they ate arsenic. According well, they got poisoned by their neighbors, so that just happened. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They hate them. They hate the neighbors. Hate the neighbors. <laughs> pee in a cup, you got arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, here is my pee. You need to test it. <laughs> According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, all other tests measured long-term exposure of at least six months. So that shit sticks around. The downside to any of these tests is that they can measure high amounts of arsenic in the body only. They can't determine any imminent adverse effects from exposure. Still, knowing whether you have high levels of arsenic in the body can help you make changes to your lifestyle, if needed. <laughs> Well, maybe you should back off of the people that are going to poison you. Maybe it's time to make a change of scenery. What if they're just into that? Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone has their thing. Yeah. What What are people eating now or taking for COVID? Is it fembendazole? Is it? I haven't heard anything. I can't remember what it is. I don't know. They could be chugging toothpaste and I'd believe it. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to take this dewormer and my COVID's going to be gone. <laughs> no, your lungworm will be gone, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, ringworm. <laughs> you can't even get rid of it. Ringworm's a fungus, silly. Oh. I'm out of the medical field now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Roundworm. I'm going to sell you a house. Don't worry about it. We'll get rid of those that ringworm here. <laughs> Despite serious safety concerns, arsenic is often used as part of extremely diluted homeopathic remedies that are used for digestive disorders, food poisoning, sleep problems, uh, aka insomnia, allergies, anxiety, depression, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD for you people who only know the acronym. Arsenic is also contained in traditional Chinese medicine formulas and used for psoriasis, syphilis, asthma, joint pain, uh, rheumatism, hemorrhoids, cough, itchiness, cancer, and just generally to reduce swelling. So that's an anti-inflammatory. Uh, it is also a general tonic and painkiller. High arsenic levels have been reported in people who consume raw opium for long periods of time. Measurable levels of arsenic may be found in some calcium supplements made from algae and shells. A study of 251 herbal products sold in the U.S. detected arsenic in 36 or 14 percent of them. So hot diggity. That's not great. Not ideal. That's why they're not FDA approved. Fucking digestin arsenic. FDA. 
Well, no, that, like none of these things are approved by the FDA. Like all of the homeopathic, blah, blah, blah. You've never seen a documentary on this, have you? Nope. You're not supposed to do homeopathic things because they're not sanctioned by the oh. FDA. And so they can contain either more or less for what they say that they're selling, or they can contain other things that you should not be consuming. Treatment for arsenic poisoning for you uh, paranoid people out there. There is no specific method used to treat arsenic poisoning. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to treat the condition is to eliminate arsenic exposure. Full recovery may not happen for weeks or months. It all depends on how long you've been exposed. The severity of your symptoms can also play a role. Vitamin E and selenium supplements have been used as alternative remedies to limit the effects of arsenic exposure. It's thought that these substances cancel each other out. Still, more human studies are needed to support vitamin E and selenium as viable treatment methods, so don't go chugging all that. Long-term exposure to arsenic can cause cancer. Arsenic poisoning may lead to other health complications. Diabetes, heart disease, neurotoxicity, they're all possible after prolonged exposure. In preggers women, i.e. pregnant women for people who talk normally, arsenic poisoning can lead to fetal complications or birth defects after delivery. Because, you know, it's it's poison. Developmental effects can occur in children who are regular, regularly exposed to arsenic because, again, it's poison. Don't do arsenic. Don't do arsenic. It's not, it's not like the other drugs we've talked about because it's not a drug. It's a poison. It's a poison. It's poison. It's an element? Is it an element? I don't freaking know. I mean, I do oxygen all the time. Element of death. hey <laughs> Now, back to the story. Little intermission to let you, get you guys educated, caught up in our business. But we haven't forgotten about na Nagu... Nagi... Nagirev. 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 <laughs> so, one evening, a Miss Takas came over to Julia's home after she'd been beaten by her husband. Mm. Julia started the pot on the stove, brought it to a boil... She began to add flypaper, and shortly thereafter, a small bottle was placed on the table next to Miss Takas without an exchange of words. She took it home with her, and two days later, her husband was dead. Bad ass, though. Bad, Bad ass. Bitch, don't beat me. Yeah. Okay, but this is, like, best friend material. Like, you come to your best friend, and you're, like, beaten and bruised because your husband's a fuck, and... They just silently stew up a pot of arsenic and give you a little bottle and just send you on your way. <laughs> and she's like, shh, don't tell. <laughs> wink, wink. This was the first poisoning by one of the angels of, of Nagi Rave. Now, multiple people would end up teaming up in an effort to help women in unsettling situations. As they do. They should. Mm -hmm. Now, one by one, the women went to Julia and claimed about their discontent with their husbands. And her, she would say, why put up with them? <laughs> That's <laughs> why I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't have to poison anybody to get there. It's true. That's true. That would have been... A lot of effort. Uh, it doesn't look like it'd be too much effort here. <laughs> I guess that's true. You just go cry to your friend and she gives you poison and then it's two days later, it's I, done. I could definitely see my friend if I went to him. <laughs> he would definitely do it. <laughs> she would tell them, after listening to their stories, 
I have a solution. (laughs) (laughs) Word of the secret murder spread among other wives, and women began began to come to Fayescas for the arsenic that would release them from their unhappy marriages. Um, She started selling bottles of poison for money. Nice. um, But some sources say that she was trying to make extra money. Others say that this is more of a, like, at-will donation, if you will. Like, if you can pay for it, you can. If you can't, you can't. So, she was quoted as saying, I was so sorry for the wretched woman. I gave her a bottle of poison and told her that if nothing else helps her marriage, to try that. (laughs) I like how all these women just know, like, put it in their wine, put it in their food. (laughs) Certainly a resolution. Man, if I was a married man, I would be so good to my wife. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But they didn't know what was going on yet. We're still in the early days. Mm -hmm. That's true. Now, it also, you was said that the price varied from person to person. And that she would sold the arsenic at whatever price the buyers could afford to pay. Um, She never told anyone where the poison came from. And she assured her buyers that the arsenic was was untraceable in the body. Which is not true. We already learned that. So soon, all of these men that (laughs) made it through war, that were able to come back, that were super healthy, they began to drop dead like flies. (laughs) Because of the fly paper. <laughs> I mean, I was just about to be all, like, sympathetic and like, okay, well, you know, it is a little sad because people are dying and you shouldn't do a murder on people. But the I'll just say the initial part of the story is, like you said before, she is like the anti-hero. Yeah. So it gets progressively worse. It's, and then it's hard not to cheer for her. Yes. <laughs> As a woman, at least. I guess yes. if you're a husband, you better watch your shit. Yeah. Anyway. Don't, just don't beat your wife. Right? <laughs> Treat her like a princess, like all women are. Yeah. And or queen. I don't want that much control. Mm, just kidding. I'm very <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get that all the way out without having to stop myself. That's why I'd be dead and hungry at this point in time. <laughs> in all the other countries. Or I'd be like super queen. Yeah. I have to kill my way to the top. You can deliver the poisons. I could see you do that. Yeah, I would do that. (laughs) Now, the death rate was getting so high that superstitious people, you know, a.k.a. all of them. (laughs) There's there's no doctors. There's obviously no education here. Oh, my gosh. They were starting to whisper of witchcraft and evil spirits. Mm. Um, At one point, there were as many as 50 women poisoning their husbands. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's funny. No, it's not funny. These people are dying. Now, if you join the Angel Club, I want there to. are specific rules. Right, right, right. Only married women can join the ranks. These angel makers <laughs> cannot aid single women to poison off their lovers because you can just, like, tell your lover to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to poison them. No. Like, now you're just being a liability. Yeah. Now, they also cannot help a husband get rid of an unwanted wife. Because feminists. Yeah. We gotta support each other. Yeah, and they can already get rid of, they can already get rid of her one way or another. Well, yeah, they're like twice their size. Yeah. Like, you can just kick them out of the house. Yeah. So, it was forbidden to poison women or children. Now, women in unhappy marriages, or I'm sorry, women in happy marriages with no need of husband killing services were not to be told about the syndicate's grim activities. Yeah, keep it hush-hush for those happy folks, man. Yeah. They don't gotta know. They just gotta show up for the funeral and cry and all that. 
Yeah. Sell it. Now, the number of deaths grew as more wives sought out Julia's services, and it didn't take long. The number of marriages in the vicinity plummeted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, we can't help but laugh. (laughs) Men became fearful of matrimony. (laughs) Marriage was akin to a death sentence. By 1929, Nagirev was known as the murder district. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Now, to avoid suspicion from authorities, Julia had an accomplice. Nice. Um, She was Susie Ola. Um, Ola had poisoned her much older husband when she was 18 years old. Oh. Um, She ended up finishing off her second husband as well. Ola. He should have been the... More like sayonara. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dad jokes for days. This is my job. (laughs) Now, Ola's son-in-law was the villager's only coroner. Oh, my gosh. So... All the death certificates were signed by him, and the mysterious deaths were written off as heart attacks, drownings, disease, alcoholism. Nice. (laughs) And so then the police weren't catching on. Yeah. They were called the murder capital, and police were like, I don't know. Oh, there's a little alcoholics. This one one died from a a heart attack. That's not a murder. I don't need to look at that. (laughs) Nothing's going on here. He drowned (laughs) in his house. Sleep in his soup. Died. <laughs> That's that could that could actually happen though. It could. <laughs> so obviously, no real doctors were around, um, and there wasn't anyone to be like, mm, actually, you're wrong. <laughs> so the few doctors that were staying around the region were underpaid overworked and they didn't give two shits what happened here Mm, yeah Yeah. i mean i can relate yeah (laughs) don't overwork your employees yeah moral of the story (laughs) is that the moral of the story (laughs) i thought it was don't get married (laughs) i mean i believe that that might be a better moral to the story (gasps) okay hang on guys if you're Other than if you want to get rid of somebody and get caught, use arsenic. Anyway. (laughs) And get caught. Hear that again. (laughs) I'm not trying to spoil anything, but the widows um, began to kill indiscriminately out of greed, convenience, boredom. um, Because once you get power, it's hard to let that go. Mm -hmm. And if somebody pisses you off and you know, I just need to give them a cupcake. Hmm. <laughs> then he won't be a problem anymore. I mean, that's hard not to do. It's kind of what the politics life is like, though. Yeah. Politicians got that power. They got that power. They need to eat more arsenic-laced cupcakes is what I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should ever eat a cupcake that I bring them at this point. You wouldn't poison me, though. I am. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> You're also not a dude. <laughs> it's true. It's true. A bonus. Yes. <laughs> Uh, They started to poison unwanted lovers at this point, just like they weren't supposed to do. Against the rules, you guys. And then they wanted some extra land. So then they're like, oh, hey, ma, you're getting real old. They also, and this one is tough, they also, some of them, would 
feel as if their children were a burden Ugh. and poison their children. So, That's not okay. So fuck those women. Yeah. I, I mean, fuck all of you guys that are breaking the rules. Yeah. There's rules for a reason. It's like the one commandment of the angel makers of Nagarive, and it's you can only kill your shitty husbands. That's <laughs> true. Um, so it was listed that one of these women only wanted to poison her husband at first. But it worked so well that she went on to send her parents, her two brothers, her sister-in-law, and her aunt to their graves as well. Holy crap, girl. Yup. Call me a tits. Maria Varga, who was 41 at the time, murdered her husband, um, who was a blind war hero, when he raged about her having sex with her younger lover repeatedly at home. (laughs) Like, dude, I get why you're pissed. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Now, he died in agony within 24 hours of consuming the poison. Five years later, she grew tired of her younger lover, and she poisoned him as well. Oh, my gosh, honey. Like, you can just say, like, adios <laughs> at this point. Like, you're a lover. Like, I'm not into yeah, you anymore. Bye. Bye. Maybe she just, like, didn't want to go through the drama of she rejection. Could've, she could have just been like, bro, I have syphilis, and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> and he would have laughed. Now, Julianne Lipka killed seven people. Her stepmom, her aunt, her brother, her sister-in-law. She poisoned her husband's rum and tea on Christmas Eve. And in a spirit of neighborliness, she, she also aided the women living next door to her. Oh my gosh. I was so sorry for the wretched woman, she said. I gave her a bottle of poison and told her that if nothing else helped her marriage... To try that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Eat some arsenic. (laughs) Be free. (laughs) Nobody wants a fruitcake. Here's some poison. (laughs) Now, Belaint Cazortis, who is second in command in the Angel Makers, put a deadly dose to a few of her children when they proved to be one too many mouths to feed. Fucking hell, you guys. No. Other people just murdered their husbands because they were bored of them. Another one poisoned her husband because he always had his way. Mm. And it's terrible the way men have all the power. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, These deaths grew at an alarming rate and even started spreading into the next town. Jesus. Um, The total death toll in this region, as estimated, um, was to be about 300. Jesus. So things got a little out of control. You know, and these women, they're they're all like, here, here, you know what? This helped me and I'm going to give this to you, but don't tell anybody. But if you do tell anyone, tell them not to tell anybody. And that's got out of hand. I love that. (laughs) And again, police were like, meh, I'm not there. Let me just keep playing with my dick. They don't have any idea what's going on, even though all their men friends are dying. I mean, they're stuck on this whole witchcraft thing. That's true. So maybe it's just like witches and they're just scared. A regular woman could not be smart enough to take care of this problem. It must be a witch. No. Superstitious peasants were terrified of Julia. Um, They believed that she had supernatural powers. And as her official capacity as nurse and midwife, it gave her access to every family. Um, She dominated the entire district. These villages, gentlemen, um, are utterly dominated by women. Mm. And the men are all of afraid for their lives (laughs) poor guy now that turning point came in 1929 um when hungary finished its 10-year census which is just the dumbest (laughs) thing one two three 
okay, so there's like 5% men now. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> they started studying statistics, um, and they noticed that the death rate for the village um, was unusually high. So a major investigation ensued. There we, there it is. You figured it out. You guys caught up. Thanks, census workers. <laughs> so one woman initially ended up admitting to poisoning her husband and brother um and she of course of course pointed her finger it wasn't her it was ola and julia that did it uh they were brought in for questioning but they were both like uh i don't know what you're talking about i'm innocent mm-hmm. and because you can't test for arsenic right there's no wink. way to get caught wink wink, wink. Miss Zabo um, was her name. She actually retracted her confession, claiming that she had been bullied by the police into making that statement. Which would make sense if it wasn't under the context. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm just going to change my mind. <laughs> oh, my be. She just probably didn't want Julia and Ola to be upset at her. For- yeah, why would you want to piss them off? Yeah, like, dude, if you're going to tattle, you can tattle about yourself, but don't tattle about other people. Right? None of your business. Snitches end up in ditches. <laughs> anyway, they released the two. So the police were like, oh, okay, well, we can't hold you here. They thought that this was a huge triumph for themselves. They didn't think anything could happen to them. But the police were like, we should probably follow this. We're just going to follow her around for a little bit. And that ended up being the beginning of the end here. Mm. Um, when Julia ended up going to her former customers' homes and then would be like, hey, 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 let's not poison anyone for a while. And let's take a break. Because we don't have, like, emails or phones or whatever. She would yeah. have to, like, personally go to each house. Um, and the police were following her. Every single house that she went to. Writing down all those names. Yup. Meanwhile, Blint, um, Mm -hmm. she, remember, was one of the leaders. Um, She made a trip to the capital to visit a chemist. Um, She wanted to know if traces of arsenic could be found in the body of a person who had died from consuming it. And the chemist was like, uh, yeah, yeah, they can still find it, like, years later. Because it can be found in the fingernails and the hair. And she was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So now she's like, uh, cool. Sweats. You know. Yeah. Turns white. (laughs) No, no reason. like getting her running shoes on. (laughs) She's like, thank you so much for letting me know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home. (gasps) Oh, I, I just I got my period. There's a pie in the window. (laughs) I've got like two ovens on at the same time. I gotta go. Yeah. Um, so she went back to inform um, Julia and Ola, and things just kept going downhill. Mm. This is actually really intelligent. They made a plan to go to the cemetery and switch gravestones. <laughs> so of the people who were poisoned, they were going to get the uh, headstone of someone who hadn't been poisoned and vice versa. Unfortunately, the plan was foiled when the police arrived, but it was still a really good idea. That was a great idea. Yeah, like, I can't exhume this body. Why don't we just move the headstone? Yeah, they just... I'm too dumb to think of that. Like, so. also, but, I mean, aren't headstones, like, super heavy and, like, in the ground? That's a lot of work. Do they have multiple people there? Uh, that's true. They have a big circle of angels. Big circle of angels. And they were witches, so they could have just oh, yeah, yeah. levitated those. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. After they were caught, the police decided to exhume the bodies in the cemetery immediately before they could move any more headstones. Sus. Super sus. Yeah. Overnight, the cemetery turned into a morgue as doctors tested parts of the bodies for traces of arsenic. 
some of the women were like, oh, oh no, let me help dig up these bodies um, because they were scared that their um, current husbands would abandon them. Oh. Um, and then they wanted to be able to prove that they were not a part of this murder circle. Nowadays, that's high level suspicion. And yeah. People love to insert themselves in an investigation about themselves. They sure do. Yeah. I mean, if someone was like, hey, you want to help us dig up some bodies? I'd be like, uh, I got, I got video games to play or some shit. Yeah. Now, out of the 50 bodies they exhumed, 46 were found to contain arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, many. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Give me two seconds. Boop, boop, boop. 92%. <laughs> I wanted to get a percentage. 92%. 92% or of the bodies that were uncovered. Or I like how you could have just multiplied that by two and gotten the answer. <laughs> You're cute. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I was excited to do math. Well, I guess that would have been math, too. I was excited to do different math. Let's move on. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this time, about 100 widows were arrested. Julia ended up taking her own life before the police could take her in. Um, she was able to see authorities coming um, and ended up taking her own poison. The police found her dead, surrounded by pots filled with water and flypapers. <laughs> and then Belint, she convinced to helping poison some 20 husbands and a few of her own children. Um, she committed suicide that night in prison. She hung herself with a rope made from her bedding. The other women in the cell with her just watched oh. didn't interfere oh that's morbid yeah that's rough jesus um 26 other women were put on trial they displayed hostility at court oh shocker the women who were called to testify against ola showed genuine fear of her in court um they told the jury that her eyes glowed ruby red at night um and that she kept poisonous snakes and lizards or that she trained to climb into the beds of those who might betray her I want to be known like that. Which I want. You're getting started. You got a, a good amount of reptilians in I the house. Now, Juliana Lipka, who had poisoned her entire family for the inheritance of the family land, appeared unconcerned by the trial, asking, when can I go home? <laughs> <laughs> she apparently believed that she would be set free and she would be able to live out the rest of her days with a young lover. Oh. Until she poisoned him, of course. Yeah, I mean, they don't stay young forever. No. They actually did kind of a halfway decent... They did some detective work. Oh. More than I would have assumed, considering how long In this went under the radar. Some investigations. Some investigations. And they found that the person in charge of bringing groceries to the region um, had said, Yeah, now Yareev has the most amount of flypaper sold to it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now, 12 of the women were sentenced to prison. Um, out of the 12, seven uh, were re uh, received life sentences. Um, and even Ola, who went out of her trial, um, she cried out, we are not assassins. We did not stab our husbands. We did not hang them or drown them either. They died from poison and it was a pleasant death for them. Um, now there was in 2004 an interview with uh, Maria Ganya on the BBC. Um, she was 83 years old at the time or at this time. She was a little girl when all the widows were put on trial. And she remembered Riley that the men's behavior of their wives improved 
markedly after the spat of poisonings. <laughs> Shocker. The threat of death. <laughs> I love this story so much. Oh. And that's the end. Oh. It just feels so much better than the last couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you died, bro, but... Sorry, it sucks, bro. Whatever. Oh, it was a good break for me. <laughs> <laughs> Angel makers, angels of death. That's the slickest name, though. Like, mm-hmm. overhanging name. Bad ass. Badass. Well, thank you guys for listening. As always, we appreciate your attention because we're needy folks. But also, we, we still want to talk to you guys. If you want to send us messages and emails and fan art. I don't know. Could happen. Could happen. Could happen. If you did. If you did, just make sure there's not a penis in my mouth. I don't want that kind of thing. Oh, my God. I've seen some shit. Jesus. I'm just saying. Anyway, you can find us on Facebook. (laughs) At High Time Star Crimes. You can find us on Twitter. At HTDC underscore podcast. And we're on TikTok. At High Time Star Crimes. And then... I check the email the most, so you can always email us at hi-timestarcrimes at gmail.com. And then if you like our shit, <laughs> pay us. <laughs> For extra content. This is not a threat. <laughs> and then become a patron. At High Time Star Crimes. Oh. That's all we got for you this week. Yeah. We're going to make a YouTube, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll be on YouTube soon. It's on, it's on my to-do list. <laughs> It's not on my to-do list. I have a lot of things to write. <laughs> it's okay. I can be in charge of something. <laughs> you are. You're in charge of editing. Yeah, that's true. If you ever want to know what we do in our free time. Chris pretty much writes everything. I show up. <laughs> not all the time. I've written some stuff. You but have written some stuff. That not. is just fine. Not a lot. It works. <laughs> anyway, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>